What's up? Top, 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 go, my man. That's the Southwest Philly, Florida, man. Shout out to my cousin Burn. Shout out to my mom. Be away, all y'all, man. We out here, Southwest. The Southwest Philly, Florida. Alney fans, welcome to another episode of the Gola Standard. Four in a row. Who let the Explorers get hot? Like, come on. Four in a row? Let's go. You know, another 2-0 week. You know, wins over St. Bonaventure and UMass today. Just an exciting time. I mean, who would have thought this after, you know, losing five games in a row after you know being at that Rhode Island game and losing in that kind of fashion for the team to kind of come back and respond with four in a row it's just unbelievable it feels real great right now you know the Fran effect you know is in full swing and you know it, it's a really exciting you know time um to be an explorer definitely the the LaSalle explorers are playing so well that we had to pod the night before the biggest sporting event in Philadelphia since 2018. <laughs> That's how yeah. big this is. That's yeah. how big this win it's feels big. to us. Yeah. It's a nice feeling. And I know, I know uh, this has been a lot of hard work from Fran and his staff to get this team on the right path. And I, I quite frankly, am very surprised that they are now four and oh, quite the last four games. I've, I think it's amazing. And Fran said it best. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. This team there was a lot of there's a lot of things that happened that game that could have caused which, us to which one that I, I think both there was a few times where I was like you know here we go yeah a little uneasy mm-hmm. but man I mean obviously Bonaventure was closer but yeah I just think that they this team has the mentality you know you talk about you talk about like oh like who's a junior who's a senior who mm-hmm. who's their best scorer who's their best this that or the other thing the, who what what you need to remember is we got to talk about the mentality of this team and i think mm-hmm. this mentality is a very they have a very strong ability to work together and get wins i think their mentality is in the right place and and that's that's almost as important if not more important than the the people the the x's and the nos if you will like this got the fran has Transform the mindset in the locker room into a team that believes they can win, and is is encouraging each and every one of those guys to like do their best. And and to put it simply, I'm sure there's a lot of other things you could say about Fran, but you could just tell the mentality of this team. It feels like a full 180 compared to like years past. So yeah, I mean, incredible. It really, really has, and it's very impressive to see this growth, um, especially you know from you know, non-conference play. And it seems, you know, Fran obviously has a bigger sample size of the games. And I mean, he's just done a phenomenal job, you know, recently being able to, you know, define roles on the team. You know, you got the Molly men, you know, the Decore and the two drama is starting. And then you have, you know, yep. the two guard dogs, you know, Brantley and Brick is starting. And then Nickelberry coming off the bench has just been unbelievable. Like it's, and so impressive, you know, in this four game win streak, he's 17 for 29 from three, which is like 59%. He seems he has a greater confidence, you know, 
he's he's just on fire and yeah i mean like the contributions they're also getting from the bench you know gill showed a lot of spark and i mean i feel like i want to get into some of the games before i sure um we kind of like dive in but i mean it's very very impressive um and you know you know, a time where like we're saying like last week, everyone you know wanted to jump ahead to March, you know, in the eight time tournament. But like for us, you know, we got to keep getting you know two wins at a time, like you know two wins every week, you know, or one game at a time, obviously. But like you know, we pod once a week, so we want to get you know we want it to be a two and zero week. And you know, I predicted that last week, a little pat on the back, but yeah, like nice prediction. Thank you, I appreciate that. I appreciate the shout out also. Time goal two point Yeah, shout out Tom Goaler. But I mean, it like. It's very impressive to see. So I guess you want to start off St. Bonaventure and then yeah, we'll talk about today's game. Yeah. Yeah. Let's break down Bonaventure. This this did feel like a totally different game compared to today. So like yeah. I you know, go ahead, dive into like the stats and the breakdown. What you think about that game? Okay. So LaSalle defeated St. Bonaventure 76-70 on Wednesday in Olean. Olean. Um <laughs> and you know, it was a a battle. It was a battle. Um you know, back it was kind of a game of runs, I would say. Yep. Um, it kind of seemed at the end of the game that they were going to like you know give it away. Um, at times, you know, Banks, you know, hit some clutch threes, and but you know, just to go up there, it's a very tough place to play the Riley Center. You know, Khalil was very tough. You know, Nickelberry had you know four threes off the bench, eighteen points. You know, Mamadou was clutch. You know with his little like hook shot, he was huge. And um, I remember there was a time when Dumphy had the all guard up line, all guard lineup in and Chad Venning started to, you know, get points in the paint. And then, you know, he needed the big guy in, but it was a tough gritty win. It wasn't easy, but you know, any win um, against Bonaventure, I mean, the win against Bonaventure up there when they were playing great ball, um, they gave VCU a loss and they're, you know, they were the hottest team in the A-10 and, I mean, Brickus, the way he just, you know, handles the ball and how crafty he is under the basket, you know, he's looking for guys. And then, you know, if he has to take it, do some crazy layup, it's just insane. It's insane. So to get that win was very gritty. Um, and I mean, very, very tough. And I give them a credit. I know, you know, they were fired up. Um, I know uh, Dumpy has a lot of respect for Schmidt and, you know, Mahalik coaching up in Niagara, not far away. I know that was, you know, big for them. And, you know, they were really excited to come away with a victory. Absolutely. This team had all the pieces. I, I guess we just didn't realize it. Like, for for the longest time, we were like, we're such a small lineup. We're they have They have exceeded our expectations as far as, like, battling and rebounding and getting – like I know sometimes we get frustrated with boxing out and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. when I saw Mamadou come in there at the end of the game and literally win the game for us, that's what it felt like. It felt like like that Mamadou hook shot won the game for us because it was so close. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, do we have a complete team? You know what I mean? Like our big a big man just just, you know, ended it for us. Like mm -hmm. just made this a winning night. And I just think that's that's the that was the missing piece since since we began this season. It's like who's going to step up? That's our big men. And kudos to Mamadou. That was definitely probably one of the biggest shots of his 
Well, as at LaSalle, got to be, right? Because yeah, historically, I mean, yeah. we've seen him start but never finish these games. And I just think it's really incredible and, and a testament to him because I, I hear he's the leader. I hear he's like, you know, a big part of this team. He's experienced. He's a grad student, right? So, like, yeah, you got to you gotta reward him. And I'm glad that Fran gave him meaningful minutes late in the game, and it made a massive difference. When we were talking about it, I, I remember texting you during the Bonaventure game, and we're like, we're playing small right now. We're playing small yeah, right now. Like, yeah. they're going to go into venting. He's going to just start eating. Yeah. And – Lo and behold, here comes Mamadou. And, if, and if, after like two or three more plays, it was like, okay, there's Mamadou. And that, and I was like, okay, so now this is a true test. This is like, how does our front court stand up right now? Because the pressure's on. We've got venting, breathing down our throat. They could they could beat us in the post, but they, di- they didn't. Like venting had a nice night, but we bent, we didn't break. And our big men performed. I thought specifically Mamadou, but I just felt like, that was like a missing piece almost. And it felt, mm-hmm. it felt more rewarding to me that that win felt extra special to me because like I said, the big men made the difference. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I know Marrero also, we didn't talk about him earlier. You know, he had a couple clutch threes um, as yeah. well. They and were firing. I, yeah, they were, they were. And I, I just think it also has to go to, you know, the way, you know, Dumpy coaches, I feel like he, you know, he's, I don't think he's, um, you know, as critical as Ashley Howard. And I feel like they yes. might respond to that, you know, being um, maybe not, I'm trying to think of the word to describe, but like, you know, giving these guys more confidence instead of kind of scolding them and criticizing them. I feel like that kind of motivation has definitely, I think, you know, it's probably easier, you know, they're probably not confused instead of like, you know, if someone had a bit of play, Ash would be, you know, yelling at that person where I feel like it's, you know, I mean, Dumpy will, you know, <laughs> they'll get a little red sometimes, but I, I feel like they respond though. pretty well. What'd you say? I was going to say Dumpy picks and chooses when yeah, exactly. he gets mad. Exactly. You won't see Dumpy mad Not, the whole game. Exactly. He'll be mad exactly. for like a play. Exactly. He, yeah. I think he's a mental, like he's really good at getting that mentality stronger and letting them be great when they are feeling good. You know, like when they're feeling great, yeah. like, like when Marrero was shooting, somebody on the bench was like, keep shooting. That's good for you. And it worked. Yeah. Like he had a confidence. Of confidence. And he'll go with lineups. Yeah. If it's working, boom. I, oh, I yeah. love I love that. I Me love too. that. Ride the hot hand. It's like yeah. what you'd say in baseball or whatever other terms yeah. you want to call it. Like he, it's not, it's more, way more than X's and O's. The, the man, mm-hmm. it, the man controls the mentality of this team and he can leverage them in the most subtle ways. In the most subtle ways. And when it's time to yell at him, he'll yell at him. He'll give him a scolding. It'll be brief. Yeah. It'll be obvious because mm-hmm. the player will feel it too. It'll be like, oh, well, yeah, of course that was stupid. Yeah. Sometimes Dunphy doesn't even just say anything because the, they've already, they know what it's like to play with him already, to play under Dunphy. They know what it's like. So it's just like, it's just a complete 180 or whatever you want to call it when you think about Ash to, to Fran. Yeah. Just we remember first, remember the beginning of the season, Rich? We're like the bench is so stoic. Like nobody's, everybody's very like quiet. Like Fran's not saying a word. Yeah, it was early in the season. They were just all figuring it out. And I was like, this is a totally different environment yeah. than what we're like, used to. Yeah, like being the last time, like the last time at Bonaventure, you're like Ash got kicked out. Like yeah, you know, exactly. FBS less. Like that was just like a classic <laughs> line. And you know, that's not that's like you know feels like light years ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it's just you know, it's night and day and. You know, he's just getting the most out of his guys and, you know, really, you know, getting 110% of every single piece. And 
like you didn't even know that you know some of this the roles that they're playing were even capable like Shep and Mamadou and you didn't think they were capable of this and it's, it's just cr- like it's unbelievable what he's getting out of this team and every single player it's I mean it's just unbelievable when you know what's unfolding in front of our eyes right now yeah we're an um, eight seed nine seed I think we're eight right now yeah <laughs> we're eight it's insane and we're going up um it seems like we're going up every game we play um yeah let's go <laughs> all right so into umass i mean today was just a huge win i feel yeah. like it was a statement win on wednesday a lot of people said you know that was our biggest win of the year yeah well today i would say it was probably a statement win you know a 14 point win over umass like early on, I was kind of concerned because I thought they were UMass played really good defense early on, um, and then LaSalle battled back, and then the second half it was just bombs away. Oh my gosh! So I I was wondering why you know Dumphy had you know I think with around like fifteen minutes left he put an all guard lineup. It was because of the dramas. I think both had three fouls, and then ever since that, like Nickelberry was just you know out of his mind. Yeah, you know a seven of eleven from three. Um. Eh. 11, 7 for 11 for, from three. I don't know if I said that right the first time. Um, you know, Brantley had some clutch threes. I mean, they has had, you know, a lot of contributions too. Like Gill had 12 points and five assists, and he only played under he played under 20 minutes. He was know. really good for the minutes he had. Yeah, he had a lot of steals, and Brantley had a good amount of steals. Like Rokas also. Rokas played yes. the key minutes. And Shep, I mean, 13 points and seven boards and – I mean, it's just unbelievable the contributions. I mean, getting, you know, 12 and 12 from Rokas and Gill. And if you would have told me that Shepard would have that number and Rokas would have 12, yeah. what did he get? Rokas had 12 points in like 21 minutes. Gill had like 12 points and five assists in like 18 or 16 minutes. Those stats I'm just not used to. I'm not used to that kind of contribution. That's amazing. That's amazing. They were they were very comfortable at Gola. The steals were awesome. I saw Gil at least two. Yeah, he, he was had, he was getting a ton steals. of steals. Yeah, they UMass looked very lost at times. I feel like yeah. Frank was yelling his ass off. Of course, uh, we we'd never seen Frank Martin in person, but that was unreal. How he was just reaming his guys out, kind of like how Ash used to do it. Um, <laughs> it kind of yeah, was similar. Um, but I once again we we were like okay. Um, What's going on here? How are, how is this team going to respond? We're going into the second half uh, of the game. We've got like you think it was up two at the half. Yeah, and I thought they played like really good defense the first like maybe the first half or like yes. first like ten minutes, and then it kind of like fell apart. You're right. We were just You're getting right. open. Sh- like I thought everything was like tough to get in the first like ten minutes in the first half, or maybe even the whole first half. Yeah, they but, came like, out. The second half. We were we were getting we were getting great great looks and. I think Brickus did a great job, and Brantley, they were getting a great job at um, getting people open. And, definitely. you know, Nickelberry was just money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brokus, definitely mm-hmm. his best yeah. game as a, an explorer, I think. I mean, he played Temple, Temple against game, Temple. But that really was like year. That seemed like so long ago. That was only that the was, first half. Yeah. It wasn't that meaningful. This was Rokas's best game as an explorer, so kudos to Rokas. And, and additionally, once again, Deshaun Shepard, Every game I see him play, I want him to remain and explore more and more. I need him with us for the next four years. I don't care what I don't I don't care what it takes. I really think he can be really special. The intangibles he brings 
are like are unlike any other player on this team. Nobody, nobody just kind of chills in the corner waiting like he's like gearing up for an alley oop every possession. If you watch him on the floor, yeah, he's in that corner ready to strike at any time. Granted, sometimes they don't get him the ball at the right time, but he's ready. And if he isn't going to be the one that touches the ball, he's going to somehow change the trajectory of like the yeah. rebound. Mm -hmm. He gets tips. He can really jump. He can get rebounds better than uh, some of our other guys. It's it's incredible. And I think we need that, as we've mentioned in the past. He needs he needs to stay around. So it's I'm a different skill set. You don't see guys with, you know, athletic. It's I mean, no. I, feel, we're, I feel like we're starting to be repetitive talking about that but it's just crazy how athletic he is i mean i don't think people understand a couple dunks no i mean he well, a couple he had at least two dunks today right yeah two dunks? One? yeah i think so okay. one almost dunk and yeah. one amazing at least one amazing oh, he had dunk. like a oh yeah that's right yeah he had like a he tried and like spiked against the backboard it was yeah crazy yeah i it, i i know we keep talking about him but i really do think he's the best dunker he might be the best dunker in the a10 like I'm yeah, not even kidding. I think the guy. I think that guy on UMass too. He can dunk. Yeah, Tafara, yeah, Tafara. I think he's really he's super athletic too. Yeah, he's really raw. Yeah, I agree. I well, agree. Like you that, said, um, yeah. this looks like Shep is continuing to develop and develop and develop, and I don't think he's finished his development. I think he can really get you know get better. You know, as long, you know, I hope he sticks around. Like you said, it just seems like. Um, he's playing well and it's crazy, you know, what I feel like Dumphy has gotten out of him. Yeah, definitely. Because um, we were hearing murmurs that like, oh, it might not be a fit. And then you see this and, you know, he's, you know, playing like the four and five at times, maybe yeah. the five. And I'm like, getting, we're small right now. It's like, he's getting these rebounds. It's like, how did he, like, Ash never saw this. Like he, like, it's just crazy, you know, the production, you know, what, what he's doing at, at yeah. six, five, you know, battling against, you know, a Conte, a Levesque. Um, you know, the Minguez, their bigs, it's, it's crazy, but I mean, yeah, I was ready for them to go on a run because we didn't have Mamadou or the Dramas mm -hmm. in or much, much height of anything at, at the end no, of this game. Just, and but bombs away, Nickelberry, yeah, career high. I don't even know. I'm not sure. No, I think he had like, no, he had 21. He okay, had like 20, like almost 39. Yeah, he had close to 30 last year. That's like Fairly Dickinson, Holy Cross. One of those games, he like. Had a bunch. He had a bunch okay. early on this year too. Okay, if it was this high this year, but that's awesome. Um, yeah, like I thought this game was going to be a lot tougher because me too. If you remember from like the 15 minute mark to the nine minute mark in the second half, it was like trading buckets, right? Because yeah. you were like, oh, it's going to be a heck of a you know second half. Yeah, so you kept trading the lead, 50 57, and then like you know 59 58, and then back and forth, and then Nickelberry made that three, and then they just didn't let up like you know cross is a heck of a player cross was you know having a great game louise but after you know a certain time after a certain point that 15 minute mark actually it's probably the nine minute mark in the second half you know lasalle just you know they wanted it and it was you know theirs for the taking and yeah what a big second half 50 i just checked 53, 53. points in the second half that's insane yeah, I, have we seen that production yet? I'm not sure. I'd have to compare it to a few other games. I don't have one handy. Was there? A, I'm not sure. I, I mean, I'm not sure. Were, that feels like one of the highest uh, halves we've ever had. I mean, they might have had 80. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know if they scored 90 this year, but they would have been like a couple, a point or two off if they didn't get that uh, 24 or 30 second shot clock violation at right. the end. But oh, yeah. I mean, not like I'm counting, but um, I mean, it's it was a turnover, just a great win. <laughs> yeah, another turnover. 
<laughs> Unnecessary. Yep. Um, Amazing. One, well, one was just thing to note, ahead. like uh, Anwar was in, he, he, but he didn't travel to Bonaventure. You know what I mean? I thought I found that to be interesting. I, I'm sure everything's good now, but like, mm-hmm. you know, glad, glad we had Anwar against UMass because he made a big difference. Is someone saying he was like sick or something? Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Precautionary. Yeah. That's good. Um, I'm, glad, I'm glad he's back. And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I mean, he's a good spark. I mean, he's a good penetrating. That's a thing. It's like you have these slashers like Brantley, Brickus, and Gill who can really like kick it out, you know, to the outside. And it's valuable to have those guys. Um, yeah, definitely. So I, I hope they, you know, can continue this kind of going forward. Um, but another thing at the game, they honored the 1989-1990 team. You know, we saw some, some familiar faces. Lionel Simmons. Bobby Johnson, you know, BJ's dad, and, you know, he also played for LaSalle. You know, Speedy Morris, the great coach, also coached prep uh, high school basketball as well. And in A-10 land, the infamous Jeff Neubauer. Yes. Um, so he was on that team as well. So I, like, pointed him out. I was like, oh, my God, look look who it is. So, look who it is. Um, you know, he, it was good seeing Neubauer. Um, you know, that one video when they beat Dayton was an all-timer. Oh, yeah. Um so, you know, it, it was good seeing them. You know, it was good. I feel like, you know, I don't know how many episodes back we were talking about the 2013 celebration and, you know, didn't, you know, <laughs> wasn't really a celebration because, you know, there was one person showed up, but that was a really nice done, nice, well done celebration. Yes. Um, to commemorate that team. And, you know, they had everyone, they had, a, you know, a great turnout. So I give them a lot of credit. So that's what, you know, that's the type of ceremonies I'm used to. So yeah. I give LaSalle a lot of credit. Um for that one and absolutely did a um, job well done yeah uh speedy morris lit the l which i hadn't heard an applause it was a standing o mm-hmm. it, was it was the was... loudest pop we've we've heard from the crowd it when lighting the l since the l was installed like it was it was a cool moment it was a cool yeah moment. the volume was way up when mm-hmm. the legend speedy morris came out which is really cool yeah it was yeah. kind of cool that you know mahalik wheeled him out uh, yeah. so i thought that was, that was kind of cool um I also um so yeah so that that was very cool um another note Rasheed Wallace was in attendance today yeah all Um, the stars were out you know wearing his Chiefs gear that's the weirdest thing (laughs) so um yeah he was sitting on the UMass side he might be friendly with um someone's parents or you know someone I'm not sure if it was Weeks or who it was um if you let us yeah DM us if you let us know I was just curious why he was there it's like whoa He's really tall, and um, I saw him knows. clapping when oh, yeah. was it he, weeks? Yeah, when weeks was shooting free throws. Um, but hey, I mean, the more you think about it, people from Philly might like other teams just to not be an Eagles fan. Um, like Ty, I don't know if I should say this. I mean, if you follow him, you know. But Tyron Garland is a Cowboys fan. Okay, so I mean, it's you know. You don't want to know too much about your heroes, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just the way it is sometimes. There's just people in Philly that do not like the Eagles, and Rasheed Wallace is one of them. I, I just, I just think Chiefs is interesting. So what, whatever. Um, but yeah, all the stars were out, and um, we also had the privilege of, uh, I mean, I guess we can talk about this. We had the privilege of walking around and entertaining a UMass fan who was visiting for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, UMass Twitter with 
three T's. Yep. <laughs> Great person. Uh, we were really happy to kind of basically tell him all about what we think about LaSalle and like the current status of the program and show the ins around. and outs and like show him around. He even got a glance at the pool, an exclusive view of the pool. So if you're visiting Tom Gold Arena, we'd love to give you guys a tour as well to the best of our ability. Um, that was, I'm, 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 I'm sorry that uh, he saw such a bad loss for UMass. UMass Twitter with two T's is a mess right now. I would say when you look, <laughs> when you look on UMass That's Twitter with two T's, it's really bad. Everybody is pretty much at like fighting and I'm yeah, sure they're not that happy with Frankie boy. No, they do not like Frankie boy at all. And Curry Hicks age, I'm sure is going to do a, do a spaces. Um, and additionally, the um, the fan who 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 was with us, he gave us a gift. He gave us a patch of um, an emblem, if you will, Sam of the Sam the Minuteman, the the mascot, which is a really nice gesture. It was really it makes, cool. Yeah, I I think that's incredible. And now I feel bad that I didn't have a gift yeah. for them. Um, I think, Rich, we might have to. I would love to start giving get like bringing a gift with us as we cool. go on our, on our road trip. I feel like it has to be better. Like I literally had, you know how we went to Muse and they had those like stickers with the L. Oh, I like yeah. had those on my counter. I was like, I can't give out a little sticker. Yeah, that's like it has to be a little better than that. I agree. I, I literally agree. had that yesterday because I was trying to like see if it was a sticker. I literally like, cut it in half. Ah. <laughs> I, I love it. I shouldn't say that. But what but if like if if everybody had patches? Like I'm trying to like think of something that I have that I can like. Yeah, I like the patches idea. Like, wouldn't that like be cool the, if you if yeah. you exchange patches when you go to certain arenas and then you can build up? That, a that would be that would be really cool. That would be really cool. I, I would love to do that. So it was really cool to meet them and talk about UMass as well. Uh, yeah, they've got some soul searching to do. We've beaten them twice this season, and anytime you lose to LaSalle twice, I feel like in, in the Twitter sphere, that's like end of the world, doomsday. Uh, you know, like. Yeah cut him like get him out of here type of stuff but we'll see we'll see what happens <laughs> yeah, yeah it just seems like i mean i think they have a lot of talent you know they have guys they banged up and you know they have players like you know cross and louise and weeks um i i just don't know what's going on because i, I saw what frank said and i i, I kind of like i don't know why he's throwing the players under the bus because he was like you know they started out really good like playing defense and then he's like they'll start out good we'll prep we'll do this or that then they like fold and that's like kind of salt. But like, do you stick up for your guys or do you like, he kind of like put the old loss on the players instead. He of did. Him. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was, you know, I don't think Dumphy would never, no, <laughs> but he like, wouldn't. He, I don't think he would do that. Um, so, um, you know, I'm curious how they move forward. Cause I think they have talent and I thought it was going to be a close game the whole way, but they kind of just folded. I don't know, you know, if, does that have to do with like do all these guys know their roles? I don't know. Like any of the current guys, they have leaders. I feel like Fernandes was the leader, but I feel like he gets hurt. Like he's not out there. No. So I don't I don't know what's next for them. Um, but I mean LaSalle's moving in the right direction. Yeah. We're um, trending up. We're trending so, up. Yeah, we're they're trend we're trending up. I really hope for another two and week um this week. But I mean, I know, I mean, I, I, I think they can do it again. I really think they can do it again. You know, they have another, you know, split in terms of, you know, one home game, one away game. Um, 
Would you say this is a favorable schedule to be able to go home away, home away? Like, I feel like that's that's, yeah, that's nice. Not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. It gives you like a reset. You get to come home. So that's happened pretty frequently where we go home away, home away, home away. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm happy with that. It's not. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we're right in like the middle of everything. So it's like if we travel, it's not like crazy far. Right. Right. But like we got out. We we're actually are kind of in like the center of the A-10. Not yeah. like we are the center of the A-10, but like in terms of geography, I feel like we kind of are. Yeah. So um, it's very possible that we could like Dayton and I guess Loyola or St. Louis if we go there. But everything true. else is like not horrible. Yeah. It's very possible that we could like w- win this next game because we're at home, like we're feeling good and go on the road because we like adversity too. Like I, I just think it, it, it's it's hard to predict because we're kind of alternating back and forth, but you lean towards the positivity because you have that, you always get to go home back home to Tom Gola every other game. I just yeah. think, I don't know. I, I just think like when, you, when you're about to go on a road trip, you know, and the team formation can change, like everything can be different. Like if you're on the road for more than a week or like, five yeah. five days mm-hmm. it's a whole different world and i don't think like i just don't think we're we don't we, we just don't have to deal with that and it's a, it's a nice and i don't think nice it really thing. phases the team though when they do that yeah i, I think they you know i think like, it's stronger yeah I, I agree i feel like they um you know they embody it and they you know they want that and i, I feel yeah. like they like it and they you know they want that challenge but too much of something could be a bad thing, right? If they had like three home games in a row, I'd be like, oh boy, like one of these could be a dud. One of and them I could be like, a dud. And yeah, and like then... what you said for the rest of the year, you know, you know, right now our record is 12 and 13 overall, six and six in conference. And like you said, for the next three weeks, you know, we play one home game and one away game every week. You know, it's like, you know, it's home away this week, then home away the next week, and then away home. That's so a nice I guess rhythm. They play like, back-to-back away games against, you know, George Washington and Dayton. And I guess that's kind of a quick turnaround because I think it's on Saturday and then Tuesday. But, I mean, other than that, I mean, it's pretty pretty balanced. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you know, six and six, and, you know, we – who would have – you know, who would have kind of – I mean, that's I, – I mean, I like where we're at, and I hope, obviously, you know – to keep on moving up and I don't want to go, Man. you know, too far. I feel like once you make predictions in this league, it really, you know, you fall on your face. So I really I, want I, to think about Dayton right now, Rich. No, I'll, I'll tell no, you right now. Don't, don't say I, I don't want to think of, I, re, I want to, but I'm not gonna, I, I want to, but I'm not gonna because, because I want to like say this line, but I feel like I can't because I don't want to get ahead of myself. No, so but not, on Twitter, so everybody's irrational. Everybody's no, irrational. I feel like we're not, we're like not irrational. No, we're not. We're like, we're not. <laughs> We're, we make fun of know, yeah. Irrational is not the word we are, but because like yeah, I feel like you know they get irrational after they like lose a game, but it's like us we're like used to it, so you know we have like you know those like wounds. We're playing with so, house um, money. We've been playing yeah. with house money for like years. <laughs> we honestly, it's it's yeah. underdog mentality, even though we were favored against UMass. It's still an underdog mentality in my mind. Because mm-hmm. if we lose, it's like, oh, that's we those dogs. Yeah, yeah. if we lose, that's typical of LaSalle. Mm-hmm. If we win, that's a surprise. So uh, I think that's house money. I think, what what do we have to lose? And, and to think that this team, led by Fran Dunphy, can compete with these schools and I mean, maybe avoid the pillow fight. Don't want to say it. Don't want to say it. But maybe 
outperform the. I mean, what did we say our record? What was our yeah, record? Yeah, you said four here? and four. Or you said I said four and fourteen, and you said uh, six and twelve. So, oh my god, you know, you're at that six, and I hope you know you're wrong, and I, obviously I'm way wrong. So yeah, oh I my hope gosh. they keep climbing. They keep that just climbing. shows you how we've down we were on the we team. We had bad standards, dude. Yeah, we had we had poor standards. <laughs> but like right now is like. I feel like the goal standard of goal standards, you know, yeah. four in a row. Um, you know, ever since Fran Dumphy called us, they haven't lost a game. So I don't yeah, know if that's coincidence? Like coincidence or that's that's pretty cool. He is the man. He really is Fran's the man. man. I like I hope uh, on a road trip, maybe we can connect with him. Fran, this is for you. I don't if really you're listening him, to this, though. he probably would. He might be busy, but he he wanted to busy meet at us. Work, you know, he's yeah. He he I mean, wanted to meet us at Rhode Island, but he didn't get the chance. That's what we heard. We'll, Sources be, around. Said. we'll be around, Fran. Yeah, don't worry. We're, We're just a call. Plenty of... We're still. Well, there's six games left, and we'll be a... our handful. Yeah. And hit one blink. Yeah. Um. This is exciting. I was, oh, it's really exciting. I mean, the job he's done is just. I mean, I I I don't I don't want to get ahead of myself, and I I guess you know right now you. Like who's the? I mean, I, I don't. He's not. He's not there yet. But I who guess is say coach of the year in the conference? Like you say, it's Rhodes because they have two losses, or you say it's Ergo. I guess you'd say, like Ergo. How do you weigh that? I guess you say it's Ergo because yes. Fordham, um, Neptune just left. Like yeah, got to go Ergo. But <laughs> but there's plenty of games left. Saying. There's yeah. plenty of games left, and I think he. I think he's in the running. Could, is that fair to say? I I don't think, I yeah I don't I don't want to get there because I like keep saying like I'm thinking in my mind. Um, it's fun to dig. It's fun to dig. Oh, yeah, it's here. fun. It's a fun topic. It's a fun topic. I just don't want to you know. Let us know what anything. you guys think. If you guys think that this is a uh, we have a coach that could be like in the running to be. Don't you dare! <laughs> if if he's good, like will he get an award? Like is he deserving of an award? Let us know if you think that. But yeah, so I I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. I want to take it one game at a time, and I want to preview the next two games. You know, I want to go two and zero this week. You know, take it one game at a time, and you know, we'll come back and talk about you know the week. Um. So on Wednesday, LaSalle plays Richmond. They won today against Loyola, uh, seventy four seventy one. Obviously, the focal point of their team will be you know Tyler Burton, and it feels like you know Tyler Burton. Um, Andre Gustafson and Matt Grace have been there for a, a long, long time. Yeah. Um, so can Bur- containing Burton will be key. Um, I'm assuming that one of the dramas will be guarding him. Not sure which one. Um, so I don't. I kind of do like that matchup. Um, I know they had you know a talented freshman Jason Nelson, but recently he's kind of hit a wall and isn't scoring as well as he was. I think he's down to like under like eight a game um around eight and a half i think i saw but he he's struggling right now um so i kind of like that i mean if they can contain burton um and you know let the other guys beat you i, I think they have a shot at winning um i know that another of uh shepherd's teammates from wood is on the team marcus randolph i don't know if he's hurt or not I don't think I saw him in the box score today. So it'd be cool to see him, you know, against a former teammate. But um, you know, 
I think that's a favorable matchup. Um, yeah. I don't know. I I think they're six and six, seven. They're six and seven, Richmond. So I guess they play one more game than us. So we're, I guess, a half game up. So if we lose, we'll be tied and they'd own that tiebreaker. So I guess they'd be ahead of us. So it's a really big game. Like these next Richmond and Mason, you know, these two, you know, DMV teams, you know, it's huge to, you know, um, you know, beat those, um, you know, to keep climbing up. So, yeah. Would you say these are like middle to top, top tier A10 teams? Like, um, historically, like right now they're, oh, historically, I would say Richmond, yeah. uh, I would say Richmond's usually upper half. Mason's probably a little like middle. Yeah. I guess in their tenure here. Yeah. Um, so I agree. Like this, this does feel like a big game because Richmond has a big Richmond's pretty good. Like this is our, they're this decent, would, yeah. if, if, if win, this would be, it just keeps every win feels like the biggest win of the season. Yeah. yeah. No, and that's how it's going to go. No, that's a fair point. Right. Like each game yeah, no, I agree. coming up. I think it's going to be bigger and bigger, culminating with Loyola. <laughs> I mean, no, at the end of the season, but like it, it, these these games are huge. Road game, like on the road, whether it's on the road or home, each game is going to be treated like it's the biggest game of the season. And obviously, that's yeah, the like, mentality you always have. But I, now more than ever, this team is going to need every bit of ability and and just. Honestly, if we can get fifty three points and a half, we'll be we'll be just fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you can count it every time, but um, yeah, I mean, seems like they've you know they've come home with that winning formula four times in a row. It'll be yeah. cool to see Mooney. I feel like you know he's been there forever, and I feel like we you know see him. I feel like a lot. Uh, Tom Gallery. I feel like I've seen him. I don't know, like ten or twelve times. He, he's a Philly um, guy, right? Yeah, he's from Ryan. Yeah, we are AR. Yeah, we are with AR. Shout out, Mama Grove. That's right. My mom went to Archbishop Ryan. Um, but yeah, so that on Wednesday and then Saturday at Mason, we're gonna be there. Can't um, wait. This is probably one of the more anticipated games as a visitor, right? Because we went to at Duquesne, where it was end of the season. Like both teams were kind of trash, and then Brody. Was good. Like that was obviously the best road trip we've had. And then now we're at I this game is big. This game is it's their big, homecoming. Big. It's, it's their, their homecoming. It's their homecoming. Like we were getting DMs to like come to their like come to their homecoming. Come to our tent. Like please come. So we're gonna try to, you know, get there early, you know. Uh, you know, see some, you know, Twitter folk. So we're really excited for that. It seems like really oh, yeah. good time. Uh Mason's playing some good ball. They beat Rody today. Oduro went off. I think he had like 27. You know, Ticket Gaines is back. Um, you know, Coop had a shot performance. I know their like top 100 recruited freshman was kind of like Justin Fernandez was playing good ball, but he's kind of like plateaued over a couple of the last couple of games. And, um, you know, Victor Bally, um, I think he's hurt, but he's been one of their, you know, better players. So, I know that, you know, Mason will have revenge on their mind, you know, from last year when they played at Gola. I'm pretty sure, like, Kim English got ejected at the end yes. of the game. Oh, my gosh. And it was very, very chippy. Our favorite ref. Uh, oh, no. Our favorite ref pretty sure like, kicked him out of the game. So, oh, I'm sure no. – I'm. I know they'll have revenge on their mind. Um, So, we'll see what happens. I know, like, the year before that, the COVID year, 
We played them, I feel like tw- like two or three times. I think two times and we lost by like 60 some. They were blowouts. Like two games. Yeah. So I, I don't know what's going to happen, but um, I don't know. I just, I love the way we match up or like not love, but I'm curious. Like we're going to need Mamadou on Oduro. Yeah. So th- that'll be huge. Um, So I think it is winnable. I think that's going to be a little tougher. I don't know, but like I keep saying that, but like, I for some reason like the way I've you know seen the team play, um, I heard it gets loud there and does it? It's going to be even louder for homecoming and I I believe it I believe yeah. it, but they love that they played well on the road. Yeah, like, I want to know. I should look up the stat like what a ten team has the most road wins like in conference play. I think we are up there. I mean I I know we only have I'm pretty sure we have three, but I don't think. Because I think the home teams have like dominated. Usually one. Yeah, I, I think the home teams have won um, a lot. That's interesting. I we, need to we, figure out, you know, see. I, have, I mean, that's a lot of, you know, looking. I feel like we're in the middle of the pack, maybe. I, I don't think many. I think we're higher than you think. Okay. That'd be awesome. Well, this win would definitely help that cause. And uh, we would shock. It would be really fun to shock them at their arena. Yeah. I can't wait Eagle to see Bank. the green, yeah Eagle Bank. I can't wait to see the Green Machine, Machine, their their band. I was telling Rich about them. They're they're legit. They got a whole setup there. It's very entertaining. And uh, compared to you know LaSalle, we usually have like six or seven people on the band, and it's not as yeah. noisy. Yeah, so and, uh... I would love to steal a win. It it would feel. Oh. I, I feel like it could be a close. Like it could be one of those games mm-hmm. where there's some late drama and. And the crowd is into it because they see us yelling, yeah. getting wild, all two of us. No, I think that there's some other people. We got some DMs that there's there might be a, a LaSalle or two, LaSalle fan or two as well. Really? At Mason? Yeah, somebody DM'd us and said they're going to be there. So oh, we'll see. Oh, sweet. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. We'll connect with them. We're but yellow. We're going to be booked solid. Like, we're going to arrive there and we've got to go tailgate. We got to, like, I know, we're, you know, we're... kiss some babies and then we'll go to the pregame reception or pro, or pre yeah the pregame party and and uh and then I think we want to go well my goal personal goal is to go to cookout yeah. after the game merely because I've never been to one and that we heard this cool restaurant spot. is just loaded with options and I I really need to go just it's just one of those things it's a bucket list thing so our journeys continue please let us know yeah. if you have any other suggestions on what to do at George Mason Yep. Um, yeah, and we might have another one. Uh, <laughs> we haven't mentioned it yet on the pod. Have no, we? we haven't mentioned it yet. Um, You're hearing it here first. Hearing it live. <laughs> we are going to take a train ride down to George Washington. Um, foggy Bottom. 20- yeah, Foggy Bottom, Charles E. Smith Center on the 25th. So we're excited. South Lane Great Ball and um, – and you know we just want to keep keep going. You know the season. Yeah. You know it's started. You know there's six conference games left before the A10 tournament. So we want to get our fill in before, um, you know it's over. You know hit many arenas. You know we're fortunate been... that have those games on weekends this year. So yeah, it makes sense to kind of take advantage of those um, and knock them out. It's been really fun. Yeah, this has been the most fun. I I don't know about you, Rich, but this has been the most fun season I've had in at least fun. like five years. Yeah, just because of the seeing arenas, like meeting people, it's cool. It's really cool. Taking it on it's, the road, it's really addict. It's a. I feel like it's like addicting. It's it's it really is. fun, and it's kind of nice, you know, in the winter. Um, I guess it's still winter, even though it's like so mild out. 
you know, to, you know, do stuff. I feel like, you know, you're always doing stuff in the summer and it's like the winter you're like, you know, more inclined to stay inside. So to do these trips, um, to see different arenas and, you know, see different, you know, people and meet them for the first time and, um, you know, have you know great conversation, you know, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. And not to be a cheapskate, but this is, this is easy to do. Like, what you dub? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like cost effective. Let's, let's be real oh, yeah. here. Like, you know how you go to pros, te- see a pro team and you travel. It's, it costs an arm and a leg sometimes. Yeah. College basketball is very fun to travel and mm-hmm. see. You can do it on a low budget and we've, we've, we've realized that. So we're going to take advantage of it. So if, I would recommend if, if you are in this area or in anywhere on the East coast, you could knock out a ton of arenas with in a day like you can go on a day trip like a day trip yeah for well, some it might be an ideal location for that like philly yeah knock out two and like, one yeah um and then yeah. dmv you knock out three and one but that's that's rare that'd be ultra rare um yeah if it was like friday saturday sunday yeah like i did see that like next weekend like the 25th that i'm pretty sure it's like vc restaurant friday ah uh, but but it just make it make i mean that it just then we'd have to get a hotel, but yeah, still, yeah. overall, obviously, no, we just take the train down, you know. Oh, yeah, $50 full, like full trip or round trip, 50 bucks. That's not like, yeah, boom, you're there, boom. Yeah, it's easy to be an A10 fan, it's not, it's not an arm and a leg usually. And, and we'd encourage you all to do the same thing. And, and please let us know if you're coming to Philly so we can yeah, show you around. Know. We think our UMass fan had a great time, yeah, <laughs> minus the <Yeah>. game. <laughs> Um, oh man. anything else before we close it down no i'm ready to shut it down i'm thinking birds i'm thinking birds rich e a g l that was pretty that was pretty off i'm sure but to us it was perfect yeah oh that does it for this episode of the goal of standard hopefully we're world champions of football tomorrow I'm not going to try and get my hopes up too much, but they're playing pretty good. Almost um, as good as LaSalle. Yeah. <laughs> if you hear some Eagles chants at George Mason University next Saturday, you know why. Uh, that's the goal of boys. So we're looking forward to these road trips and looking forward to watching some more great basketball at Tom Goal Arena. Please, 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 please consider coming to a game and seeing Fran Dunphy. He's a legend. He's a legend. And he's literally showing you why he's a legend right now. Yeah, Sal is not playing any better than they have been right now. Like this is, this is pretty damn good, considering the circumstances. And Mister Big Five is in the house, so it's a really fun time. Let it's us fantastic. know if you're coming out. It is fantastic. That's that's for sure. That's for sure. All right. Well, we can't wait. We can't wait. Make sure you guys like, rate, subscribe, follow us on Twitter, DM us. Let us know. We had some questions. I feel like we threw some questions out to the audience tonight. So few stats questions so i know that there's some folks in a10 world on the twitter accounts that grind stats and send us nice little tidbits so we're yeah, looking forward appreciate to that keep, yeah. keep it coming this is a great fan bit like this is a fan group that we love and a yeah, where because i feel like we're not the most analytically sound no no i am not <laughs> that's so not I, our brand no like, i'm a numbers person I'm like you know efficiency and this one that i'm not you know i don't look into that but some people are and i appreciate yeah. you know those graphics um and you know those stats yeah for sure for sure. That that about does it, man. Let's go, birds. But it's a great day to be an explorer. Fight on.